1: and a touchdown.
0: Fell into the middle of that line and it's a touchdown.
2: Big return for Crowder. 85 yards. There was contact with the quarterback and it's incomplete. They got pressure on Prescott. It was Adams who came blitzing in. He'll hit immediately he got the handoff. You know and what? <laughs> the q Oh my gosh. Listen, thank you.
3: From the DOJ Digital Studio This is Play Like a Jet My name is Scott Mason You can follow me on Twitter At Play Like a Jet One And it's time for part two Of the weekend mailbag So for that of course We bring in the owner The operator The lead reporter The whole shebang Over at JetsInsider.com And above all that A very big deal Mr. Chris Nimbley. I had promised that I was going to reveal My Van Jefferson story On the mailbag this week I'm going to save that For next week Only because I realize it's Fourth of July weekend And I want to make sure that everybody hears this one. Because now that Rich Semini has talked about the subject, I have a bit of information on it that I've been sitting on for a while. Because I was asked not to talk about it. But now that Semini has revealed some of it, I can get into the rest of what I know. But I'm going to save that for next weekend because it is July 4th weekend. So instead... We'll just answer some questions. Yesterday, we left off with Michael Christopher. Michael Christopher also asks, what's the best dinner dish you and Chris make? And do you have any summer cooking grilling tips? My favorite one to make, but I don't make it that often because it takes a lot of work, is I make a Jack Daniels marinated chicken breast. It takes a lot of preparation. You got to let it soak overnight, but it is really, really good. Let's just say that I've had some really good results with it when I've had to make it for somebody that I'm trying to impress. As far as summer grilling tips, what I would tell you is that what you want to do for sure is A, grill as much as possible, and B, make sure that you scan the internet for as many grilling recipes as possible because what I like to do is mix and match. I take tips. That certain grilling experts give, and then I'll match with something else that a different grilling expert gave, and then I'll put them together, try them all out. I kind of like to be a grilling chemist. I experiment, I play around. I do this a lot of times too with different fountain sodas when I'm at a restaurant and I'm filling up a fountain soda glass. I'll take four or five different sodas and put them together and see what it tastes like. I like to do that with grilling. I like to take different methods from different expert grillers and try them out and see how they work. So that's what I would say. But yeah, marinated chicken, Jack Daniels style is my go-to move.
2: Okay. So I am very limited in my cooking ability here. Um, And I'm tempted to just straight up or or because you know how I feel about breakfast food, Scott. So uh, breakfast is a dinner meal for me. A breakfast can be had at any time of day. So I can go, I had perfected, my uh, taylor ham egg and cheese uh during this quarantine it's always tricky when you make it yourself to get uh get it just right because i like a, a little bit of runny still but not so much that it's like the yolk is pouring out on your hand when you're trying to eat a sandwich uh but i have gotten it just right but a traditional dinner my best dinner dish is lobster uh super simple To make, you just boil some water, throw the lobster in there for ten or fifteen minutes, and and and, and draw some butter, and that that's it. That's my best dish. Otherwise, I am extremely limited. Uh, I I do not grill myself, but uh, I've always thought that what I needed to do was I just needed to go and buy like a whole bunch of meat and just uh, like a whole pounds of meat and just sit there and just practice until I get it right. Yeah. Get a meat thermometer. Try it, and then until I get it right. Uh, I I don't typically have the patience to do that, so I haven't done that. So my I don't have any grilling tips for you there. Um, but yeah, my my dinner, if I have to make a dinner to try to impress somebody, it's just lobster. A lot of people don't realize how simple and easy it is to cook lobster or crab legs. Crab legs work just as well.
3: Next question comes in from Tim. He says, Scott, recently I heard you and Manish talking about Christian Hackenberg trying to make it as a pitcher. This goes along with Tim Tebow trying to make it in baseball. That's two. These things come in threes. Which former Jets quarterback do you think will be the third person to try and make it in baseball? Now, here's the interesting thing, Chris. There is a former Jets quarterback quarterback who actually was a pretty good baseball player but he already was a pretty good baseball player and that's Quincy Carter so obviously Quincy Carter is way too old and he already was a successful baseball player so that's not the guy that we're gonna pick you have to think about somebody who Washed out of here as a quarterback. Obviously didn't make it in the league. I had joked about Bryce Petty. Apparently he never played baseball, but he did do track and field. So maybe he'll go and try and do something there. I'm trying to think of who I would see as a potential baseball player that would have been through here. I don't think Geno Smith. Which player that recently washed out at quarterback for the Jets could I see taking a run at a baseball career? Man. Kellen Clemens is still in the league, so it wouldn't be him. I don't know who I would answer here. Was there somebody from the practice squad that I'm not thinking of, Chris, that maybe would have possibly, maybe Matt Sims or somebody like that?
2: Uh, I don't know. I'm sure there's somebody. Uh, but what if we just amend it to uh, uh, to Sam Darnold going to the NBA?
3: Yeah, why not? I mean, listen, if his contract negotiations – Don't go the way that he wants he can still stroke that three-pointer from the outside maybe he ends up getting a 40 million dollar deal from the nba or maybe he does something like what roy jones jr did and goes to play for some renegade basketball association that's willing to pay him a decent salary he could actually do that after he retires from football if you think about it because if you went and played in a secondary league just because of how famous he is, sort of like with Tebow and baseball, he could probably get some sort of deal when he's like 35 years old. Not in the NBA or anything like that, but maybe in some secondary league overseas or something. He might be able to make a go of it.
2: Well, here's right. idea. What if, uh, you know, the, uh, if the NBA starts up, they, I, I've, you know, heard they're going to try to expand rosters and have guys that are kind of uh, ready in case people test positive. What if what if a team signs Josh McCown to come in and play, play basketball for
3: him? I could see that. Or maybe Josh McCown becomes a basketball and football coach. It's been known to happen. Maybe they his got. kids decide they want to play both sports, and so Josh McCown gets involved there. I could see that happening.
0: While sports can bring us so much joy, it can also bring us a lot of unwanted stress. And that stress can make it difficult to concentrate, relax, and get decent sleep.
3: Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Chris, before we run, by the way, I want to ask you, I know that you've been indoors a lot. You were down on the shore, but now you're back at home. What are you watching right now? Because I always like to pick your brain on what you're watching, so I know what to check out on Netflix or Hulu or whatever premium cable channel. Anything that you've got right now that you think is worth checking out?
2: You know, it's it's been tough out here right now and, and these TV streets for me. Uh, I have, I've watched so much of everything that I, I am running out of stuff to watch. Uh, and I have been for a while. That's why I've been playing a lot of video games again. Um, uh, luckily we've had, uh, what's, what's called a soccer comebacks. Uh, so that I've been holding on to that a lot, but I've been watching little bits. I've gone back and I started watching old movies uh, especially like I started watching uh, a lot of comedies. Uh, I was watching the other guys the other day, forgetting Sarah Marshall, uh, super bad. I've been watching a bunch of those. I watched Fief and De- for Vendetta again the other day, which boy, oh boy, that movie hits a little bit different these days. Um, but that was great. So I've been going back. I've been focusing a lot on movies lately because there's just, I, there's no new TV shows for me to watch. And the old ones that I like to rewatch, I've seen so many times. So I've been focusing a lot on movies and and uh, I've been playing a lot more video games. That's what I've been doing through most of the day.
3: I've been thinking about getting into Deadwood. I've been meaning to watch it for years. And part of the reason is because while I missed out on it initially, a ton of the actors from Deadwood went on to Justified And we both obviously love Justified Should I go back and watch Deadwood Now it's only like three seasons to get Through right
2: yeah I think it's Only uh, three seasons And then they had that movie that came Out recently I never got into it either It's just uh, uh, Old west Stuff typically is, is hard For me to get into but I have always Wanted to so I, I say go for it, And then you can tell me if I should go For it Although I should probably just do it because I need something new to watch anyway.
3: I'm not huge on Westerns, but I do like it sometimes. I love that movie Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood back in the 90s. And like I said, I think the fact that it's Graham Yost and all those guys that we know from Justified, including Timothy Olyphant, that right there is enough for me to think that it could be worth checking out. I've had a lot of people tell me that it's well worth my time. There are shows like that where everybody's telling me everybody's telling me and i never get into it and then finally i sit down and watch it that happened with me last summer with the shield people have been telling me for years to watch the shield so i finally sat down and binge watched it and it was awesome
2: yeah uh that that'll happen and sometimes uh with shows you just you miss a little bit of it and you just can't get to it that's that's why uh, that's what happened with deadwood and again the western thing uh but now is a perfect time for me to try to get into that because I, I am in desperate need of something that I haven't seen before. So this is the time to go ahead and get in on those those things. I might as well take advantage of it.
3: You know what, Chris? Here's what I'm going to do. What do you think? How about we both say that we are going to watch Deadwood, binge watch it, both of us, and then on the podcast, on the next mailbag, we'll talk about... Our thoughts on Deadwood. We'll review it. It'll be sort of mini part of the mailbag where we'll figure out how we feel about Deadwood after watching it. Did it live up to our expectations? Was it weird to see Timothy Oliphant not as Raylan Givens? What do you think? You up for the challenge?
2: I mean, we could do it. Uh, it Just once. Once I start watching things, I could. I could end up watching all three seasons in the movie within like two or three. Within like three days. So. You, you have to brace yourself for that, but uh, but I'm down.
3: Let's do it. Challenge issued, challenge accepted. Chris and I are both going to binge watch Deadwood, and then on the next mailbag we will talk about it. And hopefully if you've seen it, you'll follow along with us. If you haven't, maybe our review will inspire you to either watch it if we like it, or not watch it if we don't like it. Either way, we're going to watch Deadwood, and then we'll report back. Chris Nimbley, the owner of the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. Thanks so much for coming on and doing the weekend mailbag with me. Always a blast. This is, as usual, one of my favorite shows to do each week, so appreciate you coming on. I know you've got plenty cooking at JetsInsider.com. As we get ready for training camp, what's going on there with you and Jack and Mister Nania?
2: Yeah, right now there's there's not a lot. Uh, I'm I've kind of just decided to to wait a little bit right now. A, um, see where everything's going, and it's just I, I I can force out some stuff right now, but I just don't feel like it's the right time to do it. But I'm gonna have a lot of training camp preview stuff coming soon, uh, and we'll start really trying to uh, figure out ways that. Gase and Greg Williams can try to come up with some creative ways to scheme around stuff. So I'll have all of that coming. Um, Especially once they announce like a training camp date, then you'll see right then you're going to see me start ramping up the coverage a lot. Uh, But for right now, I I just, I I have my uh, hesitations about uh, putting stuff out where uh, Without having any type of time frame Of when things are going to start for sure right now uh, I don't want to have to drag training camp stuff out For like three months So I'm, I'm slow playing it here But we're going to as soon as something gets announced I'm going to ramp that coverage right up I'll have a lot of good stuff for you then
3: Make sure you're following Chris on Twitter At CNimbly and at Jets Insider And read his very big deal work At JetsInsider.com If you haven't had an opportunity to check out the writing I've been doing over at JetsXFactor.com, highly recommend you look at that because I've been doing a multi-part retrospective on the 2008 season with quotes from Kerry Rhodes. And when it's all said and done, it's going to culminate in an audio documentary. You'll be able to get that by subscribing to JetsXFactor.com. We'll look at other possibilities as well. But it's going to be something different. I'm really looking forward to putting it together. This last installment that I did was actually over 3,000 words. And it covered Brett Favre from his introduction into the NFL, even before that. Talked a little bit about his background and what he did in college. All the way up through the Jets finally acquiring him to set up what we're going to talk about for the rest of the 2008 season. So the first two parts in long form are up right now at jetsxfactor.com. And when you subscribe, you don't just get my history series – You also get Joe Blewett's full film reviews with Blewett's Blitz. You get Michael Nanias' stats, Nanias' numbers, and Robbie Sabo's news updates. So a little bit of everything for everybody over at JetsXFactor.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Joe and Connor doing Badlands. They just did a brand new one with special guest Ben Solak talking about the impact that they expect to see from Cam Newton signing with the New England Patriots. This is a series that they have been doing for quite a while now, but it began with a 10-part docuseries, a look back at the Jets' travel through the wilderness over the past 10 years and how they can get out of it and get on the right track. And then now it's become a weekly podcast as well with some great guests. You can subscribe over at Podbean or at Jay Caparoso on Twitter and at Connor J Rogers on Twitter. Going to have some great episodes coming up this week with Brian Bassett, the godfather of Jets podcasts, Hopping on to discuss the Jets offseason. Joe Blewett will be on to talk some film. Manish will be on to continue his countdown of top 20 Jets. We'll get to Michael Nania talking more numbers. Plus, we'll take more mailbag questions at some point during the week for the weekend. A lot of great stuff coming up on the podcast, so I hope you'll give it a listen as we get ready for training camp. Only a couple of weeks away. If you haven't had a chance to give us a five-star review on iTunes, by the way, if you could do that for us, really appreciate it easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we would be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in new york jets podcast you know where to go that's turn on the jets digital and turn on the jets.com